0: Welcome crypto fam and happy Thanksgiving 2023. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis, as well as the Thanksgiving Day price actions beginning from 2010 all the way to this year. Also, in today's show, Javier Malay's presidential victory fuels optimism in Argentina's Bitcoin community, including the high priest of Bitcoin, Max Kaiser. President Bukele is the beginning of this new trend of reinventing the social contract and making Bitcoin legal tender. Javier Malay will tell you the same. The El Salvador Bitcoin team is looking forward to our. Our diplomatic mission to argentina to establish renewed cooperation Preach. Also in today's show, BlackRock met with the SEC officials to discuss the spot, Bitcoin ETF. Also the SEC recently met with Grayscale on November 20th and the asset managers bid for listing that Bitcoin ETF. Also in today's show, is Binance's $4 billion settlement the green light for the spot, Bitcoin ETFs, I'll be breaking this down for you, as well as a Bitcoin super cycle next year in 2024. Could this be the one cycle to end them all? We'll be discussing it. As well as Bitcoin to a million dollars per coin post ETF approval. Quoting Samson Mao right here, it has come to my attention that there are some Bitcoiners that don't think Bitcoin can reach a million dollars per coin in a matter of days or weeks after the ETF money starts flowing in. They're in for a pleasant surprise. He also shares we'll see a seismic shift to Bitcoin and sound money. The next five years will be incredible and he lists the specific countries he believes will make bitcoin legal tender next along with the timelines we'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market all this plus so much more in today's show Yo, what's good crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome everyone just joining us. Happy Thanksgiving. First and foremost, I am so grateful to each and every one of you, all the subscribes, all the likes over the years. We've had this channel now going on six years. This is podcast episode number 1470. Let's freaking go. Let's kick it off with our market watch. You should be able to see here on your screen, Bitcoin back in the green. Let's go. Trading at 37300 not too shabby considering the $4.3 billion fund from the world's largest crypto exchange, Binance and CZ, the CEO, stepping down. This just goes to show you how bullish the market is. There's really nothing that can be done to stop the momentum we're about to witness. So stay tuned. You have Ether correcting, but still above 2000. It started breaking out yesterday. BNB is only down a half a percent on the day. And again, that's the native token of Binance. We have XRP in the green, Cardano in the green. And they say, when in doubt, just zoom out. Not that I'm in doubt, Oh, but hey, I like to see the monthly gains. We got Bitcoin up 13% in the past month. We have Ether up 17%, BNB up 2.5%, XRP up 14%, Cardano up 36%, and Solana up 77%. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, the current crypto market cap is sitting at 1.41 trillion with roughly 49 billion in volume to past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance at 51.5% even, and the Ether dominance at 17.5%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past 24 hours, we got Clayton up 11%, trading above 22 cents, followed by Gas up 10%, trading at $8.55, followed by Mantle up roughly 10%, trading just above 50 cents. Now, which altcoins, if any, are you most bullish on for this bull run? Let me know in the comments right down below. And checking out Crypto Bubbles so you can get a broader perspective and visual of the overall market right now in the day. We got a lot in the green, but many also correcting and in the red. And uh, zooming out for the weekly, we have Blur up 47%, Tau up 45%. Even the native FTX token, FTT, is up a whopping 28%. And checking out on the monthly, virtually everything in the green, even scam token FTT, up over 300%. Wild, right? And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, today we are rated a 66, which is greed. Yesterday was a 62. Last week was a 70 and last month, A66 in greed. So there you have it, my crypto fam. How many of you are currently bullish on the King Crypto? Make some motherfucking noise. Let's get it. Now we did the market watch, let's dive into our Bitcoin technical analysis. Check out the charts where the Bitcoin price action is most likely to go next. Here we go. And welcome. Uh, Bitcoin took a fresh aim at 38 G's baby into November 23rd as an aggressive bid dispelled cold feet over Binance's 4.3 billion dollar fine, which is the seventh largest fine in the history of paying fines. And here you're looking at the Bitcoin one hour candle chart. Now, my question is, where does all this money go that they collect? If they were smart, they would just gobble up some Bitcoin and stack sats but i'd like to know what you think now data from coin telegraph and trading showed the price strength of bitcoin making a striking comeback to top out at 37870 again so close to 38000 but a subsequent cooling kept the market near 375 with the mood markedly different from 24 hours prior then concerns over the us legal action against the largest exchange binance sparked the cascade of long liquidations which only ended at one week lows quoting dan crypto trades bitcoin coin almost back at the top of the range the 38000 level remains my main level of interest. So all eyes right now on 38 Gs. And I believe once we blow past that, the next resistance is going to be at roughly the $42,000 mark. Now the bounce ended up equally impressive and appeared to catch some market participants by surprise with its intensity, quoting Ninja. Bitcoin, some thick buy walls over here on the spot. Binance market have not seen such an aggressive bid for a while. Something is cooking. So what's cooking? You guys let me know. (laughs) A popular narrative, once again. Involved the potential U.S. go ahead for the Bitcoin spot ETF, something that could be less than 50 days away, with the next big deadline being January 10th. So, events at Binance were reported may have provided a timely backdrop for the first U.S. approval of the long awaited institutional investment product. Quoting Mr. Crypto, Grayscale updated their Bitcoin ETF app. There is definitely something going on. And I would agree, especially with all these meetings. Uh, Grayscale recently uh, had a meeting with the SEC three days ago. BlackRock just had a meeting with the SEC. So there's ongoing dialogue, which is definitely a good omen that an ETF is likely to come sooner than later. And analyzing the situation, we have Pentoshi, who suggests that the stars might be aligning for the Bitcoin price upside thanks to the ETF-induced demand. So regardless of the price action, he added, the approval would mean the beginning of substantial multi-decades trade-fi allocation, Putting him here on X. Here's a simple thesis, game theory. 49 days until ETF. Many sideline people, each passing day equals more pressure to allocate as the clock ticks. Tick tock. Next block. Dips possible, but the window is closing. Will it be a local top? Maybe. Will it be the beginning of a substantial multi-decades? You guys let me know. And we're going to discuss Samson Mao in great detail later on in the show. I pulled up some of his recent tweets and his bullishness predicting the Bitcoin will surpass a million dollars days or weeks after the approval of the ETF and once the money starts flowing in to these products now let's discuss the rsi reset boosting the short-term bullish thesis eyeing the prospect of upside returning we have cold-blooded Schiller. what a username was amongst those bullish on the relative strength index which is the rsi these had been reset by a trip to the weekly lows he concluded paving the way for another impulse higher this was the case not only for bitcoin but also for ethereum and some other major alts Quoting him here, the reason this is so important is that usually when the RSI is in this position, it's the basis for a fresh position. Strong trending markets tend to hold this level. Getting down towards that cool-off region indicates that corrections are complete and the trend resumes. As outlined here in this chart, looking pretty bullish. This is the one day with the RSI, again, the relative strength index. So let me know how many of you are currently bullish on the King Crypto. And now let's take a look at the Thanksgiving Day Bitcoin price actions dating back from 2020. 10. Now, by a sign of hands, how many of you were involved in Bitcoin back then when it was only 28 cents? (laughs) Probably not many of you, right? But isn't that crazy? In 2010, Bitcoin was trading at 28 cents. The following year, we were trading at $2.49. Then in 2012, I believe that was the year of the it jumped uh, to $12 and 51 cents. And again, this is on Thanksgiving Day specifically. Then in 2013, it went to $813, like, whoa. And I wanna point out, it's the year preceding the halving. We had a halving in 2012, the year after, parabolic to a whole new level, $813 per coin, good Lord. Then in 2014, it was a bear market, 376, followed by in 2015, 328. Then the next Bitcoin having occurred in 2016, it was $739. And look again, the year preceding the halving in 2017, we hit almost $9,000 per coin. Are you starting to notice the pattern the year after the halving? We go parabolic. Then in 2018, In 2019, we had bear markets. We had 4,000 and 7,000 collectively. Then in 2020, another halving occurred. How many of you witnessed uh, this halving of 2020? Let me know in the chat. We traded at almost $20,000 per coin. Then the year preceding the halving, check it out. It's like $58,927. So you start to notice the pattern, meaning in 2024, it's gonna be a good year, but 2025 is gonna be a hell of a year because the price tends to go parabolic. So there you have it, my crypto fam. Let me know which year you discovered Bitcoin and got into this incredible market. But without further ado, we still have so much to share. So let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss Bitcoin adoption in Argentina with their new pro Bitcoin president, Javier Malay. And shout out to Javier Malay. Good guy right here looking to abolish the central banks. He's speaking my language. This is a pretty long article, so I may just scroll through to some of the highlights. Right here it says, many Argentinas uh, Argentinians now look forward to sweeping reforms. Camilio uh, de Leon, the vice president of Bitcoin Argentina, reminded the incoming president to keep his electoral promises. Quitting him here. Bitcoin is for monetary freedom, and that was precisely one of the proposals of the president-elect. As Bitcoiners, we hope he fulfills his promise. Now, we have some of the Bitcoin team from El Salvador also going to be flying down to meet Javier Malay and discuss the blueprint of Najib Bokele and El Salvador as they're most likely to adopt Bitcoin as the legal tender. Now, the news politics of Argentina, or these are the new politics, his headline uh, policies include blowing up the central bank. Let me know if he's speaking your language, fam, to prevent money printing, ditching the peso in favor of the US dollar. Another interesting take. And scratch almost every form of welfare in the country. The president-elect confirmed his future plan for government departments in a dramatic video circulating on social media. Uh, Here's what it said. Ministry of Sports and Tourism, out, said Malay. Ministry of Culture, out. Ministry of the Environment and Sustainable Development, out in the video, he punctuates every cut by tearing the name of the department off the whiteboard and tossing it aside. This guy is a trip. As it's shared here on Talk TV, Argentina's new president and Donald Trump fan, Malay, has promised to radically change the country. Could he succeed? And will he keep? To his word is the million-dollar question. What are your thoughts? Here's Malaya's thoughts on the King Crypto. While president-elect Malay may embody a maverick spirit that appeals to Bitcoiners and the ideological uh, proclivities of the crypto sphere, that is not the same thing as actively supporting it. The president-elect previously outlined why Bitcoin is useful as a monetary instrument free from the state control. In a video posted to Reddit's Bitcoin uh, thread 11 months ago, he stated that position. Quoting him, here, what is the point? The point is that the first thing we have to understand is that the central bank is a scam. Preach. It is a mechanism by which politicians cheat good people with inflationary tax. What Bitcoin is representing is the return of money to its original creator, the private sector. Very powerful words. He also shares Bitcoin is the natural reaction against central bank scammers and to make money private again. So let's make money private again. The new president may praise Bitcoin as a financial instrument, but that is somewhat different from what a Bitcoin advocate may wish for. Undoubtedly, there are those who hope Argentina will adopt Bitcoin as a legal tender. Personally, I am hopeful this can occur in 2024. Now, Cointelegraph asked what the election of Malay means for the crypto advocates, and here's what he had to share. I don't believe this will drastically alter the current landscape. Argentines have been embracing Bitcoin and other cryptos for many years. Let's not forget hyperinflation, right? My hope is that in the long term, Argentina becomes more entrepreneur friendly, prosperous and free, helping to mend the significant cracks in the country's foundational structure. And he also added that widespread adoption of Bitcoin across the nation may be slow if 50% of the citizens live below the poverty line and lack an understanding of savings concepts. I that could all be changed quick because bitcoin is banking the unbanked how many people in argentina are not qualified to open up a bank account but all of them have a smartphone they can access bitcoin via the lightning network just saying now as for the million dollar question will bitcoin become legal tender in argentina according to this guy nikolic he suggests legal tender certification may be marginally less important than it seems. According to him, here's what he shared. I am of the view that adoption is more robust when it emerges organically from the grassroots rather than being imposed top down. I am hopeful that Bitcoin adoption in Argentina will continue to flourish, especially as the country's uh, progresses under Malay's leadership and its people begin to experience improved living conditions. Now, the population of Argentina is way larger than El Salvador. We're talking about roughly 50 million residents. Now, uh, it also shows, shares the economics of Argentina. And what else that we hear? Who is uh, Javier Malay? But let me just read this tweet from Cristalina georgia Eva, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Congratulations to the president-elect, Javier Malay. We look forward to working closely with him and his administration in the period ahead to develop and implement a strong plan to safeguard macroeconomic stability and strengthen inclusive growth for all Argentines. Now, Max Kaiser shared this. President Bukele is the beginning of this new trend of reinventing the social contract. In making Bitcoin a legal tender. Javier Malay will tell you the same. The Bitcoin El Salvador team is looking forward to our diplomatic mission to Argentina to establish a renewed cooperation. Now leave it up to Max. There's no doubt in my mind he will orange pill Malay and Malay will adopt Bitcoin as the legal tender if he truly is who he says he is. And Max was actually responding to this quote. There is every reason to believe Malay is just the beginning of a new trend that could spread all over the world. People are fed up and are ready for a radical new direction. Something has to be done to stop the relentless march of the forces of tyranny and the Western nations preach. So there you have it. Let me know if you feel Argentina and Javier Malay will likely adopt Bitcoin as the legal tender as 50 million people get introduced. To Bitcoin. Let's freaking go. Happy Thanksgiving. You guys are lit. Let's go. Let's uh, dive into our next story of the day as Bitcoin price action continues to pump. We're finally back in the green on the day. Let's go. Now let's discuss a BlackRock uh, ETF with the SEC. They just had a meeting with them and Grayscale. Just had a meeting with them as well to discuss this dialogue. So let's break down the insights, what's going on behind closed doors. Here we go. Representatives from BlackRock, the world's largest asset manager, controls roughly 10 trillion in assets under management. And the NASDAQ met with the United States SEC to discuss the proposed rule allowing the listing of a spot Bitcoin ETF. Now some say that BlackRock is the United States government because of how powerful. They are. Let me know if you agree with that sentiment. According to a November 20th SEC memo, BlackRock provided a presentation detailing how the firm could use an in-kind or in-cash redemption model for its iShares Bitcoin trust. Now, it's currently unclear how the SEC officials responded to the two proposed models or if they intend to approve the spot Bitcoin ETF after numerous delays and rejections. And quoting the ETF analyst from Bloomberg, James Safart, he says, looks like BlackRock also met with the SEC. There is a couple of slides in relation to in-kind versus cash creation. Based on the looks of it, Looks like Bitcoin, or I'm sorry, BlackRock prefers in-kind for the Bitcoin ETF. Makes sense as it probably is the cleanest structure for them and for, the end, investors. And as he shared here prior, uh, Grayscale also had meetings with the SEC division of trading and markets yesterday. This was posted on the 22nd, so this probably occurred on the, I think it was on the 20th. Have also heard rumblings of other potential spot Bitcoin ETF issuers meeting with the SEC in the last week or so. So Gary Gensler must be busy. Now, many reports have suggested that the SEC could be nearing its decision on the spot, Bitcoin ETF, for a listing in the US markets. About time. We've only been waiting over a decade. Now, if approved, it would mean one of the most significant positive trends towards mainstream crypto adoption. SEC officials also met with Grayscale reps November 20th in the firm's bid for listing the Bitcoin ETF. And if you don't know Grayscale, they're the owner of the GBTC product, which is a Bitcoin trust that currently custodies over 620,000 BTC, making them the largest Bitcoin hodler in the entire world. Now, BlackRock is one of the many firms with spot crypto ETF apps in the SEC pipeline, currently awaiting a response, including Fidelity, WisdomTree, Invesco, Galaxy, Valkyrie, VanEck, and Bitwise. The asset management company first applied for a listing of the spot Bitcoin ETF back in June on the NASDAQ stock exchange. And since then, Bitcoin has been pumping like a mofo, you already know in a video of the SEC chairman, Gary Gensler from 2019, resurfaced in October in which he criticized the commission's inconsistent approach to spot Bitcoin products. It is unclear whether the SEC chair will get behind efforts for crypto linked investment vehicles, but the commission has previously approved ETFs tied to Bitcoin and Ethereum futures and things that make you go, hmm, why are they so quick to approve futures ETFs for Bitcoin and Ethereum, but yet we haven't had a Bitcoin spot in over a decade from the time the Winklevoss twins handed in the first application for the spot to the SEC. It's because they know, damn right, as soon as we get that green light, it's going to usher in billions and uh, uh, eventually trillions into the market. The total adjustable market is north of $700 trillion. And according to Samson Mao, we could get like a $1 million Bitcoin price days or weeks after the institutional money starts flowing into the ETFs. This is why I feel Gary don't want to give the green light because he's allowing his homeboys, the Black Rocks, the Fidelities, and all of these massive asset managers to stack sats to seed their ETF products at these prices, such as 37000 Because after the news breaks, I mean, would you rather seed your Bitcoin ETF at a 37000 Bitcoin or 100000 plus Yeah, I mean, to me, that's common sense, but let me know your thoughts. Uh, Crypto fam, now let's break down our next uh, story of the day and discuss spot Bitcoin ETFs. Uh, Now that we have the Binance CEO, uh, CZ, officially stepped down, paying that $4.3 billion settlement to the SEC. Is this officially the green light we have been waiting for to get the approval? Let's discuss it. Binance's 4.3 billion settlement with the U.S. SEC was the final hurdle before the country's securities regulator approves the spot bitcoin etf many industry watchers claim the settlement involved binance agreeing to the justice department and treasury compliance monitors for up to five years allowing the agency's sweeping power to keep the exchange in line with anti money laundering and sanctions rules amongst other things the us sec and commission has cited market manipulation when denying spot bitcoin etfs and binance's market dominance has had to take a hit before blackrock spot bitcoin etf app would be approved, according to this post by Travis Kling, Chief Investment Officer of Ikigai Asset Management. Quoting him here, there is no chance, and I mean zero, that this ETF is approved with Binance in its current position of market dominance. And what's interesting, he initially made this post all the way back several months ago. He also said, if this ETF is approved, Binance has either gone entirely or their role in price discovery is massively diminished. So here we go. And he shared here, let me read this post from November 21st, a lot of chatter on this BlackRock Bitcoin ETF. And rightfully so, BlackRock more or less is the US government. They have also received approval on 575 out of 576 ETF applications. One thing I'll say, there is no chance, and I mean zero, that the ETF will be approved with Binance in the way. Well, now Binance is officially out of the way. And interestingly enough, their new CEO uh, is a member of the World Economic Forum. Hmm. Now, Kling's prediction sparked others to consider how closely BlackRock works with the US government to obtain the favorable position in the spot, Bitcoin ETF market. YouTuber, Colin Talks, Crypto, said it was suspect that Binance's settlement happened right before a Bitcoin ETF comes out. I don't believe it's coincidence either. What are your thoughts, Crypto fam? Quitting him here. It is, What is it a way for BlackRock to acquire massive amounts of Bitcoin for cheap? Is it a way to remove competition from the US markets right before the ETFs go live? I mean, great question. He also shares here, does it seem fishy to anyone else that Binance is being found guilty of money laundering right before a Bitcoin ETF comes out? Is there any connection? And for example, and I'll read you some more of his tweet over here on X, uh, is it, yeah, and I just read actually some of those, or is there no connection at all? And I'm reading too much into this. I have learned to be very suspicious of government motives and I don't blame them. I think you should be very suspicious and question everything personally. He also shares also how does the U.S. have any right to find Binance guilty of anything? Binance isn't even located in the United States. Shouldn't his own country be charging him? USA's overreach is frightening. Yes, according to the Department of Justice, because investors located in the United States were still able to use the exchange. And so therefore, that's how they got him, allegedly here for that money laundering. Now, others noted BlackRock and his viral Vanguard together own 11.5% of Binance's top competitor. Coinbase, things get even more interesting and speculated that the action against Binance may have been planned. Yes, I would say so. BlackRock met with the SEC November 20th and presented how it could use an in-kind or in-cash redemption model for the spot Bitcoin ETF uh, using the iShares Bitcoin Trust. Now, according to Andrew, he says Binance and the Department of Justice Settlement the SEC spot Bitcoin ETF approvals are mutuals. Just like that. Let me know if you agree. Grayscale, as I mentioned, also met with the regulator on the same day, discussing its bid to list the spot Bitcoin ETF. Also, we have Fidelity worth $4.5 trillion. We have Wisdom Tree, Invesco uh, Galaxy, Valkyrie, VanEck, and Bitwise also awaiting the SEC approval for their spot. Bitcoin funds. Now, Mike Novogratz, the CEO of digital asset investment firm Galaxy Digital said the Binance settlement is super bullish for the crypto industry. Not everyone sees the point in guessing if the Binance news will lead to the spot. Bitcoin ETF approvals. Uh, So let me know, do you feel we now have a clean path for them to launch these um, uh, spot ETFs? please do uh, let me know. We have so much more to cover, so let's discuss the super cycle of 2024, the cycle to end them all. Here we go. Now, this is a long 12-minute story, so I'm not going to read it all to you, but let's just go to some of the highlights, and you can check it out on your own as I include the resources from every live show in the show notes below the video in the description for you guys to check it out. I just want to fast forward to the meat and potatoes moving forward versus studying the past, but as you know. You study the past to get an idea of where we're heading. That, my friend, is a fact. So I guess they're comparing Bitcoin to the dot-com technology bubble of 1992 to 1994. What does this mean for Bitcoin? Let's talk about it. According to Chainalysis, there is no sugarcoating it. Worldwide grassroots crypto adoption is down. However, as stated, lower middle-income countries like India, Nigeria, and the Ukraine have seen increased adoption. That's what's up. And this is the only category of countries who total grassroots adoption remains above where it was in quarter three of 2020, just before the most recent bull market, according to the report. And let me scroll down even a little further. Share of the North American transaction volume by asset type. You can see stable coins, altcoins, and Ethereum versus the king, BTC. But let's break this down. Chances are it's super early in this cycle. While Dan Held introduced the idea of a Bitcoin super cycle, he had frequently said the people are still early in terms of getting into stack and sats. And while increased institutional adoption may give Bitcoin a rise in fiat value and greater routes for investment, all the following elements must be in play for a super cycle to be Full swing. First and foremost, institutional demand. And guess what? We absolutely got that one. Assuming BlackRock and other financial powerhouses are granted the spot Bitcoin ETFs in the US, which we all know is a given, the amount of investment from institutions and family offices, sovereign wealth funds, and high net worth individuals can give Bitcoin support in raising the fiat value to a certain level. Galaxy Digital, for example, predicts this will bring Bitcoin up to around that 59,000 level. Well, the next story I share with you in a bit is going to be discussing Bitcoin surpassing a million dollars just due to this institutional demand. So don't sleep on this catalyst. Next up, we have the supply. The next Bitcoin-having event will occur in roughly five months in April at block height 840,000, and almost 97% of all the existing Bitcoin will have been mined. The final Bitcoin, just FYI, will officially be mined in the year 2140. This means the supply part of the supercycle equation is checked. Even if grassroots demand, stay the same, this would indicate a higher fiat price. Still, as we've seen in previous cycles, a price increase will likely increase demand, at least in the short term, due to fear of missing out better known as FOMO, like And the next catalyst is the adoption. While some may buy Bitcoin for number go up reasons, its actual use will give it long-term value proposition. It is yet unknown whether Americans' economic and socio-political climate will nudge people to adopt Bitcoin as a medium of exchange or a store of value or a hedge against inflation or deflation because Bitcoin is the ultimate hedge. But what are the probabilities of a 2024 Bitcoin super cycle? Thanks. This is the million dollars question right here. Billionaire venture capitalist and serial blockchain investor Tim Draper thought the possibilities were for 2024 Bitcoin super cycle. According to him, I think it'll be the following cycle when we can run our business unimpeded by regular uncertainty, regulatory uncertainty, where we can buy our food, clothing, shelter, and taxes, all in bitcoin then we have julian linger ceo of bitcoin only exchange relay who shared that the market will see a drastic reduction in supply due to the upcoming halving while bitcoin etfs and the generally increasing interest in the asset bitcoin means a significantly higher demand and also added the factors like a loss of confidence in fiat currencies preach as that money printer continue to go increased banking oversight and the collapse of exchanges like FTX only strengthen the Bitcoin narrative. With BlackRock and other major players on board, I also think it is not unlikely we'll see a radical 180 degree turn in public perception of Bitcoin. Instead of a speculative asset that consumes as much electricity as entire countries, Bitcoin could soon be a safe haven promoting the transition to renewable energies. Preach. And we also have the BitGet CEO, Gracie Chen, who shared, in order for the supercycle to happen, the market needs ample funds to counter negative sentiments. Firstly, re-establishing easy access channels between traditional finance and crypto markets, especially after the suppression of three crypto-friendly banks. And secondly, global governments, including the US, must officially recognize Bitcoin assets as equal to gold and stocks. Well, we all know it's superior, just saying. This involves removing restrictions on the trading and holding of Bitcoin for the general public, such as introducing a spot Bitcoin ETF, Mr. Gensler, where you at? Such integration with traditional finance provides the foundation for widespread Bitcoin adoption, creating favorable conditions for the Bitcoin super cycle to materialize. So there you have it, my crypto fam. What are your thoughts on the Bitcoin super cycle? And what if we hit a double top? What if we hit $500,000 for this cycle peak? Like, whoa, let me know your thoughts, fam. So now let's break down our breaking story of the day. Samson now is predicting the Bitcoin price to surpass a million dollars per coin after the ETF approval and the money starts entering the crypto space. I'm also going to break down his math as well as his predictions on what countries will likely adopt Bitcoin next as legal tender over the course of the next five years. So massive shout out to the one and only Samson Mao. Let's start here. He tweeted, it has come to my attention that there are some Bitcoiners that don't think Bitcoin can reach a million dollars per coin in a matter of days or weeks after the ETF money starts to flow in. They're in for a pleasant surprise. And you can see the sentiment on that People are lit. Shout out British Hodl, Nut and the rest of y'all. He also shares here, uh, we will see a seismic shift to Bitcoin and sound money. The next five years will be incredible. Here's his predictions on which countries are likely to adopt Bitcoin as legal tender next. Guatemala in 2023, let's go. Argentina in 2023, send it. We have the Bitcoin halving next year, which we all know set to occur in roughly five months. El Salvador, 2024. Panama, well, we know El Salvador already has Bitcoin as the legal tender. Panama, 2024. Mexico, that's one of my predictions. One of the next countries adopt Bitcoin as the legal tender. Canada, could you imagine that? By 2025, he says it could be this year, potentially next year. Peru, let's freaking go. 2026. And Nicaragua, by 2026. Shout out Nicaragua. I used to live in Uh, Costa Rica. And we used to make our visa runs in Nicaragua as I lived in the north of Costa Rica. And of course, we have Panama in the south of Costa Rica, all neighbors of El Salvador as well. Latin America, let's freaking go. Now, which countries do you agree are likely to adopt Bitcoin as the legal tender in the years to come? Please let me know in that live chat. He also shares here a reminder, the ETF approvals will unlock a tidal wave of capital influx into Bitcoin. Pair that with the multiplier effect and you get a million dollars BTC. And he initially shared another tweet December 3rd of 2021. That was the year we hit the all-time high. And he said, approval of a spot ETF will send Bitcoin to a million per coin. And again, he predicted this two years ago. Over a few days, a few days. That means right after. Gary and the SEC don't want to be the ones responsible for sending Bitcoin to the moon. And this was off the back of Congressman Tom Emmer's tweet here. Gary Gensler, I'm still waiting on your response to our November 3rd letter, asking you to make sense of why Bitcoin future ETFs are allowed to trade, but not... Bitcoin spot ETFs. And he makes a great point. So Mr. Gessler, what are you doing? Why are you suppressing the growth of the entire industry by not allowing spot ETFs, but you allow futures like it ain't no thing? And Preston Pish uh, responded because Goldman, Gary, and you gotta remember, Gary Gessler comes from Goldman Sachs. You gotta remember, Gary was already worth hundreds of millions of dollars from Goldman Sachs before he became the chairman of the SEC. Gary needs to let his boys manipulate those cash settled derivatives as long as he can preach. Uh, shout out to Preston uh, Pish. And let's go back to some more Samson Now tweets. What effect does a $250 billion inflow into Bitcoin have over a period of days or weeks, given the incredibly inelastic supply of Bitcoin and the limited quantities available? on the exchanges, I'd say numbers go up. And you can see here, let's do the math. Total assets under management of spot Bitcoin ETF applicants, $25 trillion. You times that by a 1% allocation, which is 0.01. You can run the math in your calculator. Times that by 118, which is the multiplier factor. Divide that by 21 million Bitcoin, which is the total supply. And we get a $1.4 million Bitcoin price. Let me know if you agree or disagree with uh, some of this math and massive uh, shout out to Samson Mao. He also shares here, in 2017, it took nine months for Bitcoin to go from 1,000 to 20,000. That's right. In 2017, I was there. I witnessed it firsthand. How many of you the same? The block subsidy was 12.5. There was a lot more Bitcoin sloshing around on the exchanges. Mining was boiling the oceans and there was zero institutional money coming in. 1,000 to 20,000 is 20x. 50,000 to 1 million, and is 20x. So is it really that far-fetched that we hit a million dollar Bitcoin price, considering we've already seen a $69,000 all-time high? I think Samson Mao does a great job breaking down this math. Let me know if you guys agree or disagree. And we also have the Church of Bitcoin Consciousness. Shout out to Bitcoin as Hope. He says, I predict by this time next year, Bitcoin will hit no less than a million dollars per coin and possibly as high as 7 million. Now we're talking hits from the Hopium Bong. less freaking go. Because all the ish money and banker racketeers have created has to disappear somewhere. And Bitcoin just happens to be the perfect toilet for that. Preach. Very well said. Let me know if you agree or disagree with these analysts. And let me dive deeper into Bitcoin hitting a million dollars post ETF approval. Shall we? We all know the Bitcoin price. The next logical target is going to be forty two thousand in my opinion once we break this thirty eight k resistance there's not a lot in between there as far as resistance uh, is concerned and uh... We also have Bitcoin Jack explaining the week's Binance and ETF news had failed to reshape market dynamics. Quitting him here, expected any rumor on a Binance versus US resolution to be more bullish than the price reflex. On top of the generally bullish headlines last week, minus Kraken though, much of it is more of the same earlier crackdown language recycled, introducing potential downside targets. So we know the upside target is going to be 42,000. The downside can be 30, but we have some analysts like on-chain analyst Willie Woo, who is very very skeptical that we ever return to a sub $30,000 Bitcoin price action ever again. Let me know your thoughts. Here's what uh, this other analyst says. Sometimes. That what doesn't happen is the tell. Uh, high time frame supporters below our clean buy level. If it comes, potential top here or another leg to 42,000 with support between 29 and 31. But now let's discuss this million dollar target because it's a lot more exciting, isn't it? In its most recent social media survey, Phil Phil, co-founder of Trading Suite, decent trader. Shout out to Phil Bill, uh, Phil Phil and Philip Swift. Asked followers whether Bitcoin could hit 40,000 or 31st. The result was a near 50 50 split. What are your thoughts, fam? I think Bitcoin is more likely to reach uh, clearly 40,000 than 30 as we're pumping. There's so much bullishness in the market. And even with the largest exchange in the world, admitting you know, money laundering their CEO and stepping down, it hasn't Barely affected the Bitcoin price action. We climb right back within 24 hours. And then, of course, we have the one and only Samson Mao, the CEO of Bitcoin adoption firm Jan3, who's making big moves in the industry, suggesting Bitcoin could not only hit a million per coin, but it could be a result of the approval that the hodlers were mistaking and predicting any less. As he shared here, it has come to my attention. There are some Bitcoiners, do you know any, that don't think Bitcoin could reach a million dollars in a matter of days or weeks after the ETF money starts to flow in. They're in for a pleasant surprise. So there you have it, my crypto fam. Let me know if you agree or disagree that these mofos who are bearish or perma bears are going to be in for a hell of a surprise. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. Hoddle.